Okay, welcome to today's energy show. Now, there were big climate marches at the end of April in Washington, D.C., and many other cities, including San Francisco. Tens of thousands of people in all these cities marched to really demonstrate that they vehemently disagreed with the environmental policies of the Trump administration. Now, these new environmental policies are effectively a U-turn compared to the policies that were at the previous administration, the Obama administration, and many of them are actually uh, overturning what was going on in the earlier Bush administration. When I kind of look at it objectively, these policies are clearly designed to favor incumbent energy industries really without regard to the impact on the environment. And, you know, this this is kind of, in my, my memory, the first president that's really looking at this so blatantly saying, we're going to favor this industry instead of that one, and actually taking things away from the newest industries like wind, like solar, and related technologies. So, put simply, what's going on in the Trump administration, it's being implemented at the EPA, it's being implemented at the DOE. Put simply, what they're doing is, it's a priority to make fast fossil fuel money now. So they're really supporting and doing everything they can to encourage the fossil fuel industry, drilling, mining, refining, and really do that now. These companies are going to make a lot of money now in the near future and effectively leave these environmental problems for future generations. And that's just short-sighted and morally wrong. So what surprised everybody, including me, but maybe not really, is the day before these marches that took place on April 29th, the EPA made some really big changes to their website. And I'm just going to read a disclaimer on the current EPA website. EPA.gov, the website for the United States Environmental Protection Agency, is undergoing changes that reflect the agency's new direction under President Donald Trump and Administrator Scott Pruitt. The process, which involves updating language to reflect the approach of the new leadership, is intended to ensure that the public can use the website to understand the agency's current efforts. The changes will comply with agency ethics and legal guidance, including the use of proper archiving procedures. For instance, a snapshot of the last administration's website will remain available from the main page. And, and just kind of you know, looking at this further, as the EPA renews its commitment to human health and clean air, land, and water. Our website needs to reflect the views of the leadership of the agency, said J.P. Frere, Associate Administrator for Public Affairs. We want to eliminate confusion by removing outdated language first and making room to discuss how we're protecting the environment and human health by partnering with states and working within the law. Now, that's what they said, and that's what they're doing, and they're doing it within the law, and, and I'd, I'd expect that, but it's ignoring science, and we're taking a really big step backwards as far as helping future generations survive along coastal cities and, and breathe clean air. Now, why did this happen? Well, the commentary I heard was that the head of the EPA, Scott Pruitt, his views on climate change were in conflict with the mission statement and scientific findings of the EPA. In other words, and you know he's mentioned this, is that he doesn't agree with global warming. The old EPA site says, and this is what was kind of prominent, recent climate changes, however, cannot be explained by natural causes alone. Research indicates that natural causes do not explain most absorbed warming, especially warming since the mid-20th century. Rather, it is extremely likely that human activities have been the dominant cause of that warming. So this was the conclusion that the EPA had on their website, and you know, also 95% or more of climate scientists and, and the vast majority of our population. But Scott Pruitt, the head of the EPA, said on CNBC 
that measuring with precision human activity on the climate is something very challenging to do, and there's tremendous disagreement about the degrees of impact. So, no, I would not agree that it's a primary contributor to the global warming that we see. So the EPA said human activity is causing global warming. Scott Pruitt says, without any evidence, that human activity is not a primary contributor to the global warming. Now, I agree with him that it's really hard to measure with precision, you know, exactly how much human activity is causing this, but the overwhelming science behind this is that human activity is causing this global warming. So basically, what happened on the EPA website is the whole section of the website that talked about climate change was removed. They just took it off. It's like climate change isn't happening. Now, the good news is temporarily there's a snapshot of the EPA website dated January 19th, 2017. So on the last day of Obama's presidency, they archived much of the EPA's website. Not all of it, but much of it. No idea how long this archive is going to stay on the website and no idea how long the links on that archive are going to be there. And many of the links are already disappearing. So, you know, there's this old information and there's a lot of... Uh, qualitative things, press releases, things like that. Yeah, that, that, that's fine. But what really worries me is they're taking off the science of climate change, basically so that fewer people can read about the science that indicates that human activity is causing global warming. So to make sure that this information is still available, we at Cinnamon Solar and Spice Solar, we've archived this EPA information on our website and also on a website called rememberthepa.com. Now, for now, much of this information is still on the EPA website in this January 19th archive, but I don't really have a lot of confidence that it's going to stay there. So on this week's show, we're going to be talking about what changed on the EPA website. Specifically, what did they remove and where you can still find most of this information. Now, basically, there's a new agenda at the EPA, new administration, new strategy. I understand that. That's okay. And it's all reinforcing Pruitt's commitment to refocusing the EPA on the intended mission as he defines it returning power to the states and creating an environment where jobs can grow. Well, all those things are good, and I think Obama was doing a great job at that also, but you know, there's a, a new sheriff in town. I'm very skeptical that that's the real mission, that's what's happening, because you look at the specific actions and they're very different. So let's look at what the mission is of the EPA. The mission of the EPA is to protect human health and the environment, and their purpose is to install that all Americans are protected from significant risks to human health, where they live, learn, and work, National efforts to reduce environmental risk are based on the best available scientific information. This is kind of interesting. This statement is still there. So that's like number two, their mission. We want to reduce risk based on the best available scientific information. 95% of the scientists kind of agree that global warming is caused by human activity. Federal laws protecting human health and the environment are enforced fairly and effectively. Environmental protection is an integral consideration in U.S. policies. All parts of society, communities, individuals, businesses, state, local, and tribal governments have access to accurate information sufficient to effectively participate in these activities. Environmental protection contributes to making our communities and our ecosystems diverse. And finally, the United States plays a leadership role in working with other nations to protect the global environment. So the mission statement hasn't changed. It's pretty self-explanatory. But that's kind of not what we're doing. There's just so many inconsistencies with what they're doing and what this mission statement basically says. Now, one of the first big changes was the effective elimination of the clean power plant. Now, the clean power plant was a series of regulations that were put in place to reduce carbon emissions from existing and new power plants. 
And this was like this, the main section of the EPA website. You went to the, to the homepage and then immediately you linked to the clean power plan. The whole clean power plan, gone. So these carbon emissions of power plants are the biggest contributor to global warming. And so the clean power plan was basically saying to new and existing power plants that we have to find a way to reduce carbon emissions. New plants had more efficiency, and the existing plants had to be cleaned up in some way. You know, and, and, and ironically, in some ways, nuclear power was a, was a good way of doing that. But that whole plan is gone. That regulation has been overturned. They're not going to be enforcing it. They're basically telling the states, don't bother. And, you know, is that going to really have an impact on things? I don't think so. Now, is eliminating the clean power plan really going to have an impact? Yes, it will, because power plants are going to kind of back off their efforts. Is it going to bring coal back? No way. Just coal is not economic. Now, what's interesting is you go to the former clean power plan page on the EPA website. It's at epa.gov energy-independence. It used to have descriptions of the clean power plan. Now, it just features an image of President Trump signing an executive order aimed at dismantling the power plant rule and other Obama-era climate regulations. So whereas you used to go to the Clean Power Plan page, now we've got Trump signing legislation, signing executive orders that will stop the implementation of the Clean Power Plan. Okay, now we're going to talk about some of the specific changes that were made from the former EPA website with a lot of scientific information to the current EPA website. Now, just keep in mind, there's a lot of information on the EPA website talking about clean water and acid rain and other toxic pollutants and and cleanup. That's all there. I mean, I haven't really noticed a lot of that being removed. What was significantly and clearly removed was pretty much everything that was relating to climate change. So, you know, let's just kind of talk about the old website. And as I mentioned, that the website's being archived at cinnamonsolar.com, and it's also being archived for now at a snapshot on the old on the EPA website. So when you went to the, the EPA website, the second page was all about climate change. And they had a number of kind of key topics. It was just a really, really great you know, website. Congratulations to the, to the government for this. But they had a section called, Why is the Climate Changing? They had a section is called, How is the Climate Changing? And a section, What Can We Do About This Change? And they also have news stories and little videos and, and clips about information in different states. So I kind of went through this bit by bit to see what was on the current EPA site, in other words, if you went to the current EPA site, could you find this? And then what was basically buried for the time being in an archive? So I'm just looking at this in January 19th. There was feature climate news stories about NASA and NOAA. Data show 2016 is the warmest year on record globally. This was press release dated the 18th of January, 2017. That's still there because it's on the NASA website. The NOAA, and I can't remember exactly what that acronym stands for, National Oceanic Administration of some sort, they mentioned three consecutive years of record warmth for the globe. So once again, this was the day before the website was taken down. So this was on the NOAA website. So they haven't changed it. Some of that stuff's still there because it's of different agencies. When we kind of dig into the specifics on the page, a lot was eliminated. There's a really good little clip uh, that's actually designed for kids. It's called A Student's Guide to Global Climate Change. That's gone. It's not even on the archive website. There's also a video that's called Climate Change Basics. And this was kind of really interesting. That's still on the archive, and it's still on the main website buried. You can't. It's hard to find. But the video's in a tiny thumbnail, so you almost can't 
read it anymore. Now, I'm looking at more of this website. What are the impacts of climate change where I live? And they have a really good breakdown. It's a map of the United States of, of uh, the different areas around the country that are talking about the, the specific impacts affecting those locations. You know, what, what, you know what's going to happen with the weather, with the temperature, with the water. And luckily, that information is still on the EPA website. So that's kind of good. So you can kind of see locally what's there. But when I drill down to why is the climate changing? You know, this is kind of a whole really great set of on the third level of the website. That's gone. It's on the archive, but really it's not there anymore. Why? Because really the current administration doesn't want the people know about this whole concept of climate change. Why is it happening? So they used to talk about collecting emissions data. And, you know, this is an inventory of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions and sinks. So that data used to be there. The greenhouse gas reporting program. So they're not promoting that anymore. Obviously, there's this whole section on the clean power plan. The whole clean power plan section was removed. And then talking about Obama's climate action plan. Really, that's just historical information that's buried in the archive also. And then talking about what kind of reductions we can put in place. So there's a lot of regulations that were put in place by the EPA to reduce vehicle greenhouse gas rules. And, you know, as, as you may have heard, Trump changed the future corporate average fuel economy regulations so that the vehicles were supposed to emit even fewer greenhouse gases and toxic pollutants. And that those restrictions were eliminated. The car companies loved it. We're not going to really like it because it's not going to continue to improve our air. Let's see what else is gone. Evaluating policy options, cost and benefits, that's gone. All right, now we got sections on science here, advancing the science. EPA contributes to world-class climate research throughout the U.S. That's not going to happen very much anymore. I mean, those programs are going to be sidetracked or delayed or unfunded or unstaffed. EPA used to partner internationally. Well, they, those international partnerships are going to wane. I mean, you, you hear what we're talking about, the, uh, the, the Global Climate Initiative, or they're talking about canceling the United States' participation in that. You know, that's not gone. Helping communities adopt, that's all gone. So all this about why we have climate change, that's all being, it's not on the website anymore. Okay, now... Here's the, the next parts, which is really where we're kind of like in, you know, the Middle Ages denial. The next section of the old EPA website talked about climate change science. How is the climate changing? So these sections about climate change fundamentals, what science tells us about climate change, you know, why is this happening? Um, learning specifically how and why the climate is changing, the causes of climate change. You know, you obviously can tell it's mostly pollutants from burning fossil fuels that are emitting carbon dioxide into the air, and that's causing heat to be captured in, in the atmosphere, and it's not being re-radiated out to space. And then, you know, finally, the fundamental, the future, how our planet may be affected in the future. Now, these are all, this is all scientific research, you know, may not be supported 100% by every single scientist, but 95% of them believe in it. That information is kind of being buried but it's science. It shouldn't be done. Then we have more detail of climate change impacts and exploring the impacts by region, sector, and state. That's being de-emphasized. Climate change indicators. So these are, these are ways where we can say, hey, this is evidence that the climate's changing. Obviously, things like sea temperature, air temperature, things like that, you know, melting of the, the polar ice caps. That's kind of gone. Extreme weather. This is a section that talks about how these extreme weather events are linked to climate change. And then the risk analysis of climate change and, and what those impacts are going to be. All right. So all this science about climate change, how it's changing, that's gone. And then finally, 
<laughs> the last huge section of this climate change website that's gone is what we can do about it. I mean, the EPA used to focus a lot about what the EPA can do, what our society can do, what our world can do about it to reduce the impact of climate change. And the number one bad thing was really reducing greenhouse gas emissions. You know, that's the way to do it. And the, the world has a plan in place to do that. And the United States signed on to the Paris Treaty to continue to do that. But, you know, we're, we're kind of uh, talking about backing away. Trump wants to back out of that. Now, the, the most recent information is currently, believe it or not, some of the big fossil fuel companies, you know, you know Exxon, the gasoline, the, the refining companies, and, and the mineral companies, they're saying, hey, you know, it, it might not be a good idea for the United States to back out of the Paris Climate Treaty because then we won't have a seat at the table. And these fossil fuel companies are thinking that they may be able to continue to influence some of these changes that are made in the world economy by having a seat at the table and by the United States still being involved. So we'll see what happens. I mean, there, there's just lots and lots of changes happening in Washington, D.C., and it's kind of difficult to tell from you know, one day to another what's really going to happen. But you know, the whole concept of what we can do, that what what we can do is there's a lot of things that we can do, but what we are doing is basically we're taking the ostriches approach. We're sticking our head in the sand and we're ignoring it so that you know other parts of the economy can benefit. So the EPA is no longer really actively involved in reducing greenhouse emissions. They're they're ignoring their partnerships and they're really ignoring what's going to happen. So it's incredibly troubling to anybody that's in the solar industry, and. You know, we, we kind of worry about future generations. But, all right, so now let's talk about what this means and what we can do. Well, there is a little bit of good news, and I think it's just basically just inadvertent. But there are still some sections on the real current EPA site that I, that I looked at in early May. And, you know, there's a statement that says the Earth's climate is changing, temperatures are rising, snow and rainfall patterns are shifting, and more extreme climate events like heavy rainstorms and record high temperatures are already happening. Many of these observed changes are linked to the rising levels of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases in our atmosphere caused by human activity. So this is still on the, the, the real EPA site. Uh, you know what? I don't think it's going to be there for long because Pruitt doesn't agree with it and Trump will kind of go along with whatever Pruitt says. So bottom line, what does this mean? Well, the ignoring the science behind climate change and prioritizing the interests of fossil fuel companies is going to increase the pollution in the United States rather than reducing it. It's going to risk future economic disasters as coastal cities are flooded. I mean, just think about, I mean, it was like maybe 10 years ago or so, we had a hurricane, I forgot which one it was, in, in New Orleans, and New Orleans basically got flooded, and we had to build you know, walls and dikes around the whole city, the city's below sea level. Well, more and more cities are going to be like that. Hurricane Sandy on the East Coast, and, you know, clobbered New Jersey and New York because the, the sea levels were a little bit higher, and it was an extreme weather event. More and more of that's going to happen, and you think about over, you know, 20 or 30 years from now, when the sea level goes up by a foot or two, that has an enormous impact on where people live and on, on current buildings there. New York City, you know, a lot of the foundations of the buildings in New York City are going to be underwater. You're going to have to build a wall around New York City. Think about how expensive that's going to be. All right. I'm grumbling a little bit. I'm complaining. We are acting here to, to kind of at least keep the scientific information out there. So what can we do? What can listeners do? Well, continue to make decisions based on science. Take the economic factors into account but they're part of the equation, not the only part of the equation. Don't ignore the science and continue to push really hard for clean energy policies. What we're trying to do at Cinnamon Solar is we're trying to preserve these scientific records by archiving old EPA information at our website 
and on a new website called RememberTheEPA.com, www.RememberTheEPA.com. Well, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for joining us today. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at CinnamonSolar.com and listen to the podcasts. 